I think there's a lot has to do with the finances. Everyone wants cheap building at the end of the day. No one wants to spend a lot of money. And when it comes to sustainable material, the whole chain of uh, life cycle assessment has to be done. Basically, it involves the transportation cost, the production cost, and also the will of uh, the uh, the will of the new construction industry to actually adopt them. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Simple Commerce Show. In this episode, I have Shashank with me. So, Shashank, can you give a small introduction for yourself? Hi, guys. I'm Shashank Gupta. I'm a PhD student at Princeton University, focusing on the research topic of 3D printing of concrete. I have did my undergrad from Bitspilani back in India, and then did, I did masters in civil engineering at Politecnico di Milano. I'm really glad to have a conversation today with Abhimanyu regarding my research and civil engineering in general. Yeah, likewise. Um, so what I would kind of just like to begin with is, uh, well, firstly, before we dive into the topic of civil engineering, uh, I would just like to dive in the, into the topic of understanding uh, sort of, you know, academics with regards to PhD in like these pre- prestigious colleges like Princeton University and Ivy League colleges, essentially. Um, because I've talked to like some people from uh, these colleges that are you know, master's and bachelor's student. And I feel like uh, the academic scenario with regards to master's and bachelor's is a little different from PhD. So like we all know kind of the difference uh, or we have all like, uh, you know, viewed videos and podcasts of other people talking about their experiences in bachelor's, but how is it different in like PhD with regards to these uh, universities and how their academic sort of functions? Uh, I think there's a huge difference. The one is PhD is more oriented toward a topic. Even though we are belong, we are belonging to a certain subject, just to put a sort of a virtual cage to our topic. However, the coursework and the structure of your research is uh, more dependent on the topic you are working on. For example, I, to be specific, I work on bio-inspired 3D printed uh, concrete-based material. Now. This, in my whole uh, PhD coursework, I didn't do even single civil engineering related course. All of the courseworks were either related to material science, statistical mechanics from chemistry department, nothing was related to civil engineering. I think I already had enough background from my bachelor and master, and that's what something expected of a PhD student that they know about the basic of their topics. And then you dig deep into other research areas to actually enhance what you're working currently on. So that's the first difference that I have noticed. Second, you are not very focused on coursework. Master student, undergrad student tend to do really well in their uh, uh, coursework. They focus more on marks, but PhD courses are a bit different. They are more um, topic oriented. For example, uh, we don't have final exams where we do have to, where we have to go and like, you know, give an hour or two hour exam. We just have certain topics uh, we have been asked to write a paper on that and we just spend like a month or two to research on that topic, read related literature available in the um, in the field and we, we sort of do something on hand basically to give certain results rather than just writing a final exam. I think it's, it's a bit different from what master people and people in undergrad do. 
Right, yeah. I mean, it sounds different to me as well in comparison to what even I'm experiencing as a bachelor student and um, the experiences that I've heard from other students as well. Um, but basically, if we do- now talk about what you are studying currently, which is uh, civil engineering, and, I, and if I remember correctly, something regarding uh, the design of st- infrastructure. So could you just like maybe give a brief introduction into what exactly you're doing as a PhD student at Princeton? Yes, sure. Um, so the thing is, infrastructure in general is not the best uh, research topic in the world. For example, let's talk about USA. The so USA is a great uh, from the, uh, great given from by the American Society of Civil Engineer, and it's C minus. After eighty years of research in the topic, the we have C minus grade in the infrastructure. It's really bad. So the reason is the growth in the engine, civil engineering is not as much as the other field like electric, electrical engineering, computer science, electronic, not even comparing, compared to mechanical engineering. So the problem is the resilience of these infrastructure. They are not very resilient and that's why even in such a developed country we see uh, unfortunate failures like like Miami Bridge failure in 2018 or uh, South Chaplin Tower failures in 2021. There are many other incidents like that because of the failure of the infrastructure, especially the materials that being put in there. Now, what my goal is to improve the resilience of these infrastructure by changing the internal design of uh, the material that have been put there. Now, what do I mean by design? So if you look in to the natural material like let's say our our bone they are made up of brittle material however they have high resilience they work pretty fine for the whole life of human being under wear and tear so when you look into them under microscope you will find some beautiful internal arrangement these materials have been in uh, arranged in a certain pattern that actually improve the resiliency of the material so what i'm trying to do is to take benefit of the 3d printing construction methods to actually design the concrete-based material in those patterns. And we have been seeing a certain improvement of these uh, resiliency or fracture toughness to be specific by orders of magnitude. We are not talking two times, three times, we are talking 10 times, 100 times improvement. So yeah, somewhere we are trying to look into the nature and getting inspired from them and use these new techniques like 3D printing of concrete to improve the overall resiliency of these materials. Yeah, I mean, now you talk uh, more about it and uh, the more I sort of uh, understand about this, you kind of just, uh, if I understand it correctly, you're working more on uh, the materials that are used to like build these infrastructures and uh, making them essentially stronger so that they grow together better uh, so that, you know, the infrastructures are resilient more. Is that kind of what you mean? Yes, I think that's what I mean. Uh, uh, more than strength, we also work on toughness. There's a bit of a difference between two. A material, for example, concrete is, has a really high strength, but as soon as you reach the maximum strength, it fails. It's a brittle material, so it is not tough. What we want to do, that's why we put uh, steel rebars and reinforcements in the concrete structure. So what we are trying to do is actually improves the ductility of concrete, and you would you would be surprised to see how much ductile you can make a concrete by just changing the pattern it is printed. What is, what is ductility? 
ductility is like rubbery material for example if you take rubber and you just uh you just put it in tension it keeps mm. uh growing and growing it doesn't fail right but as yeah. soon as you use any like ceramic or chalk for example and you put it in tension it breaks uh and it doesn't right. get elongated basically so that's the difference between a brittle material and uh, a ductile material right i mean so, for someone I, yeah please go yeah ahead. sure uh so yeah ductility is very important and it's overall help in, helps into the improvement of fracture toughness so we want strength as well as ductility to have a resilient material both of them are important right i mean that makes a lot of sense you know when we look at it from the perspective of um essentially how buildings are made um also as someone who's like uh, completely new to this field of civil engineering so this is my sort of like uh, first grounding to the field of civil engineering in itself uh, from like a student who has uh, uh, been experienced into this field for so long um but i mean uh, what just fascinates me about this as well is that civil engineering uh, in contrast to what um is kind of just like famously put out there you know it's like building bridges and all of that it's much more than that like when we go into details it's also about uh, making the materials that are used stronger essentially and uh, essentially you know how like big buildings are made with the with their like uh, deep groundings and all of that so it's just it covers a various like a various amount of topics instead of just like this one aspect of just building something or something like a building I, i agree with that civil engineering people just look at bridges building and they're like yeah what's what's crazy about it you just design yeah. something and you are good with that but uh, it's just a part of it i would specifically say that's the structural part of it the structural engineer just design but there's a hidden part of material science that plays a very important role and especially in today's world when we are all worried about greenhouse gases climate changes civil infrastructure is very important to need especially in the materials field the reason is concrete is the second most used uh substance in the human by human after water and uh, the production of the cement that is the major constituent material of concrete has a high carbon footprint really high carbon footprint so currently the research is not only in making these structures strong or tough it's also actually making them more uh a uh, green so reducing mm-hmm. their overall carbon footprint by switching to more carbon negative material other than cement or also substituting some of it at least to with some more green options so that's also one topic of the research that has been widely done by researchers all over world in usa for example i recently been in aci conference so the three major topic aci is the american concrete institute uh, it's one of the most important uh, organization in usa that uh, uh, that leads the research in various important topic related to concrete uh, the first one is the 3d print thing it's a new emerging field that i was just mentioning second one is the sustainable cement uh, again switching the material with something more sustainable like metacolin like fly ash and uh, uh slag these are some other constituent material that people have been using and also s- industries have started to actually take them uh into their design parameters so it's not like only on the research level there's also happening in the industrial level as well all all the con- structure level 
uh and the third topic that i personally feel is very important is the uh geotechnical part of it is uh, how the foundation works so as we move to the earthquake resistant part as you see in the turkey right there's been there was a huge destruction because of the earthquake this could all all have been avoided if the structural design and the geotechnical design would have been better so there are multiple things that need to be considered other than the other than the aesthetics that you see um there's a lot big question that we are worried about is sustainability about the safety about the resiliency about the overall durability of the building how long they stay as well so there are multiple question that we need to answer so yeah i mean just one more sort of curiosity based question that comes to 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 my mind is um for example you know you mentioned how there was this earthquake disaster recently in turkey which like uh, demolished thousands and thousands of buildings and you know led to all of these problems essentially um i feel like a lot of the materials that are used that you mentioned cement and concrete um the, the ones that are not super sustainable and you know that affect uh, i guess environment in a negative manner um often like these these kind of materials even like other sort of fields not just civil engineering they're like used to you know essentially build up the products that people or companies are building because they're uh, like at the end of the day they are a lot cheaper so uh, is it like are, are sustainable materials like more expensive or why has the world sort of since since now avoided to use these kind of sustainable materials instead of you know uh, and instead opted to do using like these sort of sort of negative impacting materials I think there's a lot has to do with the finances. Everyone want cheap building at the end of the day, no one want to spend a lot of money. And when it comes to sustainable material, the whole chain of uh, life cycle assessment has to be done. Basically, it involves the transportation cost, the production cost, and also the will of uh, the uh, the will of the new construction industry to actually adopt them. in the industry as well some people some some countries have been forward leading this it's not like it's not happening in europe it's already happened at a very large scale in usa people started to substitute cement with the, these uh, supplementary material however there are still countries that don't have standards safety standards to prove that these sustainable material are 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 okay with the safety as well so the cost and also the standards the construction in the any industry is highly regulated by the standards of the country for example indian standards are there that are known as is codes in usa there are astm and AS, asc codes basically these are coming after of years of research and they they show that what should be the regulated amount of the cement for this much of strength so i think the industry it's not going to research a lot it's just going to follow a document that has been certified by government that says okay if you need use this much of a material in this much proportion and you will be all okay to go so i think the lack of standard is also some somewhat reducing the use of these material but it's it's been integrating at at different rates in different countries and uh, as i said the prices are still a problem it's bit expensive right now to especially not in the production rate because most of the supplementary material that we 
we focus are are the byproduct of other industry for example fly ash is the byproduct of uh, the coal industry slag is the byproduct of the steel industry however i think the problems comes into the regulation and transportation like people don't know what to do with it and the amount of the material usually just get wasted or dumped in different places rather than being uh, properly planned to use in these uh, construction industries so i think a lot of organizations has to come together and uh, made certain regulations to use these material and uh, second thing as i mentioned that the standards that uh, guide the industries and construction companies uh, for the construction has to be modified based on the these material they are happening but yeah it, it will need some time right i mean that's a very nice point about uh... like essentially a lot of the construction sort of companies they want to essentially you know get their projects approved by the government so as long as uh, the government has these kind of regulation in in place uh, which you know uh, also like promote using sustainable materials it would also promote like building uh, buildings building buildings that are sustainable essentially um but now I'd like to just uh, focus on the topic of uh, you know you mentioned how civil engineering as like a field hasn't grown so much in comparison to other other fields especially like for example if you take the most famous field currently which is computer science in comparison to that and even like what you mentioned electronics um, it has it has had a slow sort of progression uh, in the past few years so i mean i'm just wondering why is that is is it because like because you know we're still building sort of buildings and essentially building new things all over the world continuously so why has it sort of you know slowed down in comparison to other things i would say that this is a very complicated answer if i want to break it into some simple factors then i would say first is the safety in the house that you live you want it to be safe right and people trust the old results rather than something new it's very hard to change the mind of a person who is going for a new product to tell them oh this is going to work out we have done the lab test and it's it was all good if you have a mobile phone it doesn't work it's fine it's not killing you right but if you have a house and it doesn't work that then, then then you might have a problem out there right, yeah. right? so i think it's the trust of the people who are living in the house second again it's a it's a very expensive project so when you change the construction material for example it has been well proven that you can add certain amount of fibers in your concrete to improve its uh, strength and toughness by certain order however it's not very common in the industry even now like it's not on the field the reason it's even 2% addition of the fiber in such a large scale building because you need tons of concrete to make a building it will increase the price of the building by like 20% 30% and people are like why do i invest that much the old thing is still working i don't want to add something new if it's not adding like you know anything additional to my building right so the cost is again a factor so at a small scale where the buildings are not very uh uh susceptible to i would say extreme uh extreme weather or extreme earthquake uh, prone areas people don't even even in the earthquake prone areas at the end of the day cost is i think is the major factor that influence people because you you go from iphone 10 to iphone 14 the cost might have increased like you know 
few hundred dollars but if you go from version 1 concrete to version 2 concrete the prices would increase by few i would say few hundred thousand dollars so things are quite different at a different scale here the third is i think the involvement of the construction workers okay and the community itself they don't want they want to give cheapest price at the cheapest things one of the reason they even i don't i won't want to say this but it's been happening in this industry people don't even use the best um uh, best quality of the concrete or materials or any type of material that's been put into these uh, buildings properly like they're cutting cost even there where they know they can give the best results so actually pushing them to give something new it's a task in itself so yeah these uh, new technologies has been implemented in uh, in the in in really i think expensive projects one of the i was talking about the sustainable concrete i think recently a major part of uh, australian new airport was constructed using this uh, sustainable material so i think somewhere government has to take initiatives in the in the industry to actually introduce these new type of technologies and i think from there people might ad- start to adopt to new 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 technologies and we will get more funding and research from industry to actually grow more so this is like a cycle if people use it more industry will implement it more they will need more research into the topic so they will pour more money in the research and this whole cycle will continue so i, I mean- hope Mm. yeah i hope i answer this answers your question yeah surely that that sounds interesting and yeah i mean let's hope you know even like in the future the regulations get to a point where uh, essentially they're regulating not to like force people to use these materials but essentially encourage them you know like how i think like maybe a nice example would be how the government and i think most of the countries uh sort of let you off taxes if you buy electrical ve- electric vehicles essentially so a lot of people that's why you know buy teslas and all of that because essentially they're saving a lot of money in taxes especially in countries like india where the import tax rate is like 300% 200%. So in those places it would be very beneficial for people especially. Um but just as an ending note of the of this conversation in this podcast I just want to ask you where do you think is the civil engineering field heading into because you know buildings are never going to be stopped from like making uh and uh, where I live there's there's like this huge building uh they're building like this uh, tallest Scandinavian building um so and I can just see it from my home so it's like really big so it's like buildings will never be you know they'll essentially never stop building these things but where do you think is essentially the field of civil engineering heading towards maybe in the next 50 100 years i think it's heading to new technologies uh for example i've been talking about 3d printing a lot there are industries that are actually working on it we have new projects that are implementing these technologies even after being said so many things about the old methods and everything for example icon and us is constructing a whole uh series of housing for uh, for homeless people in the small uh, communities in new mexico then uh, there are uh, there's a german company perry uh it's working with the cobalt company to make new new buildings new sustainable and 3d printed buildings in germany and there's companies like vertico in netherlands so there are industries that are pushing the avenues of the construction industry using robotics and more uh 
accurate construction rather than the old uh, methods of uh, uh, of casting the there are multiple big projects that are happening in especially in the middle east they are making brilliant uh, uh structures that are pushing the structural part the architectural part aesthetic part of the research and helping us to grow more as a whole community in research so yeah it's there i think uh, considering also the population growth and uh, the finances uh so these small scale the small scale in construction and uh, that can withhold all the necessity of uh, small families is something that has been focused as well uh, along with the sustainability part so yeah there are multiple avenues that has been pushed and uh, i think in 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 two decades you will see some new research especially 3d printing into into the into the industry dubai has already said that by 2040 they want to i don't remember the exact number but they want to switch um their conventional concrete uh, construction methods to 3d printing so yeah that's a huge step things are changing and we hope that this new decades will bring uh bring a huge changes in the construction industry yeah let's hope so i mean I mean I guess even as a student I'm interested to find out where you know different fields head into essentially and it would be interesting to see where uh even if they don't head into the fields like 3D printing um I feel like the world or each field handles itself well so it would be inter- interesting to see essentially what new sort of you know essentially discoveries are made or whatever new sort of technologies that come up even within the next few years um but yeah I mean that was a very nice conversation Shashank I would just like to thank you for being a part of the show. Um and yeah I hope even the audience got to know a lot about civil engineering as a field just like I did. Um so yeah thank you for being a part of the show Shashank. Thanks Abhimanyu. Nice to meet you as well. Yeah.